Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello there and welcome to an encore presentation of Databank Brawl. This is a show we started way back in 2016 and ran all the way through early 2020. The episodes are buried deep in our archives, so we are re-releasing them starting with episode one. If you've never heard Databank Brawl, here's the deal. We pick two characters from the Star Wars databank and then make up a deadly fight between them. Pain, shame, and comedy ensue. Yes, we hope you enjoy the jokes we made on purpose and the random comments about the future of Star Wars, which are now hilariously outdated. So with no further ado, here is Databank Brawl Rewind. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl. This is the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, and then make them fight for our amusement. Uh, so how this works specifically is that we get all of the information off of StarWars.com Databank articles, so it is absolutely canonical. And uh, then we, we massage, we discuss, we discover our feelings, and then finally the fighting will happen. I am your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me is, of course, Mr. Ken Nabsock. Good to be back on uh, one of my favorite shows in the Star Wars universe. Uh, we got some great shows on Force Center, and I'm a fan of all of your shows more than I am my own for good reason. <laughs> Databank Bro actually gets me excited. And I feel the same way about your shows. Oh, so one of us is always excited about yeah. something. One of us and has more self-loathing than the other, maybe. I don't know. But I love this show. I'm so excited. Awesome. Awesome. And we're both excited uh, to have Jennifer Lande with us here for this Databank Brawl as well. Hello there. Thank you so much for coming and doing this. <laughs> Love it. Oh, I'm so excited. Let's do this. <laughs> All right, yeah, so we'll get, we'll get into the fighting. Okay, so our, this is our third episode. For our first episode, we did some classic trilogy characters. For our second episode, we did some uh, Force Awakens characters. And for this one, I wanted to do some prequel characters. And then going forward, we'll get to some of the great suggestions that you guys have been uh, tweeting at us with the hashtag Databank Brawl. But for today, for our big prequel smackdown, we have that classic battle between Rick O'Lee and Yarel Poo. 
Whoa. <laughs> I should have mentioned that one of the goals of this podcast is to not only have fun making people uh, fight, making characters fight, but also kind of learn some stuff about the characters and learn what uh, what the official Star Wars people think about them based on how they've written their descriptions mm. on StarWars.com. So uh, we're, we're going to start by discussing Rick O'Lee, then we'll move on to Yarl Poof, and then there's going to be the fighting. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. They describe them. I'm, 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 I'm showing, uh, I don't know if you know, this is, this is who right. we're doing. Yeah, okay. so, uh, yeah, okay. so a, a fan mentioned in a very fair point that we should describe them physically. So after, after I read Rick Oli's entrance, we yeah, will, sure. uh, I, will, I will come to you, Ken, for a physical description of Rick Oli so people can really picture them. So here is what StarWars.com officially says about Rick Oli. A veteran of the Naboo Space Fighter Corps, Rick Ali was the leader of Bravo Flight and had the honor of flying Queen Amidala's royal starship to and from Naboo. The honor of carrying her back and forth. That was an editorial by me. Sorry. Here, getting back to the official text. Answerable directly to Captain Panaka, Ollie was capable of flying any craft on Naboo. During the Battle of Naboo, Ollie's squadron of N1 starfighters were successful in destroying the Trade Federation's droid control ship with the help of Anakin Skywalker. So that is officially, I, I lost myself in judgment and already made a comment about how exciting Rick Oli's life was. But besides my editorial, that's the truth from StarWars.com about who Rick Oli is. Uh, Ken, can you give us a physical description? Yeah, Rick Oli, um, the actor himself, uh, I think his name is Ralph Brown. He was also the roadie in uh, Wayne's World 2. Uh, he wears some flowing robes. He kind of has the hair of a Game of Thrones character, uh, or me now. Uh, he is a... a, a middle to uh, late middle-aged uh, white humanoid uh, 1.83 meters tall um, eyes are bluish green and light brown he was of course from the royal house of Naboo he he looks like an uber driver he uh, does look like a space uber driver and it, that is he looks like a, you're, you're pretty handsome but your best years are maybe past you and maybe yeah. things didn't turn out exactly how you wanted and what I love you know they they uh, I'm on uh, uh, not on starwars.com but I'm on Wikipedia and uh, you know you want to attribute a cool quote to the character to kind of get you in the mood but this might not be canonical because it's on uh, Wikipedia well this is in the uh, canon yeah. section it's in the canon section so I don't okay. want to I don't want to no, no, integrity no, of no, your no, show no, but, no. but um, the cool quote they've used to describe and get you in the mood for Rick Oli as a character is enemy fighter straight ahead mm. <laughs> see he's a Straight shooter, Straight literally. Shooter. He knows exactly what's going on. Okay, so now we know uh, some stuff about Rick Oli. Yeah. Now I want to talk about our personal reactions and memories. I'll start with you, Jennifer. Do you, and it's, if the answer is <laughs> hell no, that's fine. Do you remember this character? <laughs> Gosh, no. <laughs> like, how did I miss this guy? He had such a memorable quote. Uh, <laughs> he is famous to, I, I think, prequel nerds in being Captain Exposition. He explains oh. things the audience needs to know. He's the one is there approaching Coruscant. He just says, out of the blue, Coruscant, the whole planet is a city. Nobody's talking to him. Nobody, <laughs> nobody said, what is that? Uh, and he's oh, got a little no. scene of he's teaching Anakin how to use things. But yeah, he's just, he seems like kind of a standard go-to guy who maybe just blurts out stuff we already know. Like, hey, we just drove by a Target. Like, I know, Rick, I got eyes. I, <laughs> yeah. I can see that. Uh, so that, that, that was a little bit yeah. of my... I, and I've always been amused by him uh, because in the lead up to Phantom Menace, 
all of the action figures came out. Yeah. Uh, everybody, almost everybody was a cup or at some sort of yes. Chalupa discount at uh, Taco Bell. <laughs> so you had relationships with these characters before you saw yeah. the film. And yeah. then you realize how some of them like, this is uh, not an important character. And also yep. you, you hadn't yet seen in Star Wars uh, because it hadn't been political yet. Just kind of some people just going about their boring, crappy lives. <laughs> Was he an action figure? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I, I have no. a Rick Lee action figure. Yep. No. Yeah. But he is also likable, I would say. Uh, my reaction when, I'm, when I rewatch The Phantom Menace is... He, yeah, he's likable and he's not he isn't pedantic in his mm-hmm. explanation. He seems like yeah, maybe he would actually point out also some stuff like, oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, absolutely. What What is your emotional relationship with Rick Oli? Well, I mentioned what I mentioned for a reason. When I saw him, I was like the roadie from Wayne's World, too. <laughs> one of my favorite comedy series. Uh, and uh, I was very excited. He's the one who's like, I had to take the brown M&Ms out of. Aussies I think that's that's oh, Rick Ole nice. and um, so I was excited then he just flew the ship around and then but he did he was in the end battle that's yeah. uh, that's he, he was flying around he was little, also there while Anakin the, single-handedly yeah. took care of everything yellow, yes. right, exactly. yellow uh, starfighters flying around so uh, I walk I have a positive memory of Rick Ole okay I was disappointed to learn that maybe there were some people who didn't like him because of his uh, captain exposition type of vibe but yeah. I, I, I liked him mm-hmm. okay so a that's positive a positive memory it's a little bit of a do you have a question Jennifer no, you're, you're, I'm just you're like how did I miss this guy? Well, I'd it's be- real easy. He's <laughs> not don't worry, in really a lot easy. of the movie. Uh, he is there for monumental moments and has no impact on him. Uh, much like our next combatant, <laughs> Yarel Poof, uh, one of the best Star Wars names ever. <laughs> Yarel Poof, and I did not know this character's name till this moment. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, I want this to be an education in some of the horrible corners of Star Wars, the fascinating, uh, horrible in a good way to me. Here is the official StarWars.com databank entry about Yarl Poof. I learned a lot, and I think you will too. Mm-hmm. A gaunt, long-necked Quirmian, Yarl Poof has two brains and four arms, which he kept hidden beneath his Jedi robes. Poof was a member of the Jedi Council during the final years of the Republic and was in the Jedi Council chamber when Qui-Gon Jinn returned from Tatooine with the extraordinary news that the ancient Sith had returned to challenge the Jedi once more. Wow. Yeah, mm. a lot in there to unpack, but first... The appearance, uh, you will probably recognize this character from The Phantom Menace as the Jedi with the long, long neck and the weavy bobby head on top of that neck. <laughs> yeah. neck. Um, I think when Lisa Kudrow hosted like the MTV Movie Awards <laughs> around the time, they did a sketch in the opening and they made reference to this character, not as Yarl Poof, but just like as she was kind of next to like, hey, guy, why is your head bobbing? Um, so he, you definitely have seen him. Yeah. Um, um, I don't think you knew who he was. Um, he is 2.64 meters tall. His eye color is red. His skin color is described as pasty white. So Pasty he, uh, white. Okay. Yeah. I would have thought of a, a light green, but no, it's pasty white. Yeah, not I, quite a Danzig concert pasty white. Yeah, but, no. but, yeah. yeah I think most, yeah. I, I think even a casual viewer of Star Wars might remember the weird long-necked yeah. uh, alien because I think yes. there's that excitement to look around. Oh, what what, what aliens are in, in, in here? And I think if the internet had been at full power, mm-hmm. if social media had been around in 1999, I think he would have been a meme real easy. Oh. Because oh, I yeah, think yeah, he was yeah. sort of a pre-meme meme where yep. uh, I remember doing an improv show 
in 99, like a month after it came out and somebody started a, a Jedi scene and I think I played Yoda and my friend just uh, went in the back and just stuck, it, stuck his hand up real tall, <laughs> made a little Muppet hand, uh, Muppet mouth with his hand and then just drifted a little bit and everybody laughed their asses off because they just recognized, yeah, that's the weird bullshit that's alien in the background. Yeah. What is that guy about? Love Little we know that that was Yarl Poof. Yeah. Oh, Yarl. Uh, so d- did you remember uh, Yarl Poof? Yes, Jennifer? I did for that exact reason. I was looking around, look at the aliens. I just was like, I like that guy. <laughs> yeah, I like, like him. So you liked him. You had a positive emotional reaction. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I wanted to know more about him. So now now I'm learning more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had uh, some, I, I'd not describe it as a negative reaction, but I definitely yeah. was aware of his character, but it was like, what the hell at the time? Like, came out of that movie, Jennifer made this face of pure disgust. <laughs> uh, how dare you, sir? Um, uh, I, yeah, it was like, what? what is going on in this movie? Who is that? That's not even a functional neck. Like, what's going on? <laughs> so my young self at uh, about 23 when I saw this movie, uh, that wasn't my Star Wars. Uh, since then, now I have a, uh, I could look at it and laugh, and now that I know the name is Yarl Poof, uh, how that escaped me, I don't know, because there are literally nights where I'll go on either StarWars.com, Databank, or, or Wikipedia, or just uh, a, a Star Wars visual encyclopedia or dictionary, and I'll look up characters that I don't know. I can't believe I did not you know this know. character's Yarl name Yarl Poof. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I had... Uh, an immediate positive emotional reaction to him. I liked that in Phantom Menace there were some aliens who looked truly different. I didn't. I didn't like like Ben Quadraneros, whose, whose face looks a little bit too much like a cartoon, uh, like he's from yeah. Wacky Races. But this was like, oh well, yeah, that's kind of different, but still fits. And I immediately thought he has to be such an amazing Jedi to protect that incredibly vulnerable neck. Like mm-hmm. he has to be such a great defensive lightsaber user. I, I didn't know he had four arms either. So yes. yeah, I did not know he had four arms or two brains. Two brains. Uh, and I love this detail in the description on databank that he keeps his forearms hidden beneath his Jedi robes. Exactly. So uh, I don't know if that means he's walking around with none of his arms exposed <laughs> or if he's got three showing and one, <laughs> one in the back for surprise. Uh, wow. And two brains. Two bra- so when you picture a long-necked dinosaur-like guy, yeah. Oh, yeah. does he have like a secondary brain, like uh, like several dinosaurs and I think yeah. lizards have the, the ganglia yeah. which is at the base of the spine, the butt brain. Yeah. Uh, it, well, it's chickens. It's why chickens, uh, it's allegedly why chickens run once, they're, once their heads are cut off because they're still getting some impulse. So I don't know if we're being told <laughs> by Star Wars that Jarl Poof has a butt brain. Like, don't worry. <laughs> His neck can go and he's okay. Yeah, he can keep fighting for like he two years. a little bit like the portion, you know, in the first Men in Black uh, when uh, Tony Shalhoub's character, is, his face is shut off and his neck starts growing back. He looks like that a little bit to me, but yeah. the neck kept growing. And I I think one of the things that that really put him over the top of being memorable is that he didn't just have a long neck and a small head. It was that it was wobbling slightly. It was drifting a little bit like he was maybe listen to uh, an R&B jam. (laughs) (laughs) Slow moving, swaying to the music. Yes, yes. All right. Uh, Any other emotional reactions, thoughts, uh, desires about Yarl Poof? No, I'm good. I want to see these people. Okay. And then, and so... 
They shall fight. So Rick Oli versus Yarel Poof. This is going to come up again and again on Databank Brawl. It's cruel to put up a non-Jedi against a Jedi. He's already sure. got his back against the wall. But let's talk about exactly where this fight is taking place. Mm. So where do you guys want this epic battle to happen? Is it on Naboo? Is it in space? Uh, here's where I want it to, to happen. And Jennifer, you can disagree with me. I want it to happen on a uh, landing slash launch pad on the uh, on Coruscant, okay. not too far like from that. the Jedi Temple. Mm-hmm. Because to me, this fight takes place shortly after the Jedi Council says no to Anakin being added as a trainee in the Jedi Academy, the young Annie. Yeah. Because um, Rick Oley has a, 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 an affection for young Annie. Like he, he picked him up from Tatooine, and this is he's he's the one who said, oh, the Coruscant's a big city, and, and, and it kind of took him under his wing. And so... When he hears the news coming down, you know, Qui-Gon and, and Obi-Wan took Anakin up there and they said no. Rickle is going to be like, what do you mean they said no? <laughs> oh, I love it. And he's not going to stalk or, or, or wait to pounce on Yarl Poof, but they're going to run into each other, in my mind, uh, on a landing platform. Yarl's out to maybe do, we hear there's some Sith, Sith back, there's some something going on with the clones. We got it. There's stuff going on in the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. There's a phantom menace afoot, <laughs> and Yarl Poof's going to be heading out. Yeah, and okay. they're going to run into each other. I like that. Ooh. I like that. Jennifer, do you have anything to add about the conditions of the fight? Oh, this is, this is going to be dirty. I feel like... Like, like Rick, you know, like kind of does stalk him a little bit okay. and comes out of the shadows. It's like, hey, yeah, hey, you. Like okay, behind so you guys are, yeah, so you guys are thinking that Rick is pissed and he wants oh, to take yeah. it out on the Jedi Council. And he looks around and says, just based on their appearance, who, who do I have the best <laughs> chance at taking out? Yes. Wobbly yeah. neck. I'm, I'm going yes. to follow Wobbly neck. His yes. name is Poof. Yeah. I'm going to follow Poof. <laughs> All right. Guy. So he follows Poof <laughs> out of Strange Vengeance. Yeah. Uh, and here's here. I'm going to get into my first opinion about yeah. this fight. I think that Rick Oli is going to be starting out with uh, not luck on his side. I think he's going to be in a bad place because I think because he is Captain Exposition, I think mm-hmm. he is going to yell out, I'm going to fight you now. <laughs> <laughs> and I I'm think gonna he's going right. to spend all that time skulking and hiding and sneaking up on your old poof. But then I think he's going to stand up and say really loud, we're going to fight now on a platform. <laughs> Did you know the whole planet's a city? (laughs) Right here on Coruscant, a planet made entirely of a city. Yeah. Okay. I I believe that. Okay. Yeah. And how how, how should we just go in? Yeah, let's start describing what what we think we're going to happen, who we think has an advantage, and why. How Mm. how is this uh, fight going to turn out? So the initial advantage is going to go to Poof. Yes, because he is a Jedi, and and Oli's just a fighter pilot. He's probably got a laser blaster. And I think, Jennifer, you're right. I think Oli steps out from the side uh, behind the shadows with his blaster. Maybe at his side. Now, he knows better not to. He doesn't. I don't know if he wants to kill Poof. He just wants to knock some sense into him. Exactly. Okay. So the yeah, blaster's right. not maybe factoring in yet. But I think Poof turns around and is like, I, I know you were there. And <laughs> like his for you sad people who can't yeah. see Ken, he is he is drifting as I'm he performs Jarl Poof. Swaying to the rhythm. Swaying to the rhythm. And I think Poof, the robe comes off and the forearms come out. And I think Rick Lee says, hey, you've got four arms. For sure. Uh, for sure. Oh yeah, God. I think that Rick Oli uh, would probably just uh, get panicky as soon as he sees the, the forearms. Yeah. Uh, maybe Yarl Poof. We don't know how he talks. Maybe he says forearms and two brains. You dumbass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and maybe, maybe Rick Oli gets scared at this point. Uh, and I think one of Rick Oli's strengths is not only he's, he's uh, friendly, he's easygoing, he wants to defend Anakin. 
But I think he also knows that people have his back. That's what's right there in the databank description mm-hmm. of that he is used to working with Captain Panaka. He is used to yeah. having a whole squadron of people with him. So I think he would get out his comic and say, started a fight I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> We're on platform. I'm screwed. Uh, please, uh, which, please get here right now, the rest of all of the various yeah. rail guards on Naboo. Yeah, which for me, no matter the outcome of this fight, so I can jump to this now, at the end of this fight... This, to me, leads to Panaka resigning and Captain Typho coming on board and having to fire Rick Oli, put him on administrative leave right. for maybe some bad behavior. This is under, why yeah. we don't see Panaka yep. in, in, or Rick Oli. In Attack of the Clones. Right. Because, I think this leads to some bad stuff. Yeah, because they, they picked yeah. a fight. Okay, so their, their facing off is yeah. soon. The lightsaber hasn't even come out, and Rick Oli is probably saying out loud, I misjudged you simply because of your neck. Uh <laughs> What do you think happens next? Uh, do you think Yarl goes on the attack, Jennifer? I'm trying to, I'm picturing it like an MMA fight, right? So we yeah. have, we have Rick, who's like a, a typical boxer. Yeah. You know, he's great. Oh, right. Standing up. But mm. Yarl Poof is like a jujitsu person. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, well, we got to go with whatever his strength is. Mm-hmm. So I think he, he's almost going to be like drunken master with that, <laughs> with that neck, you know, kind of like. Now Jennifer is swaying for the record. <laughs> kind of like disorienting Rick and he's mm-hmm. like, what am I going to do? And he's like, he, I just see him punching and you know Jarl moves to the left and another punch and he moves to the oh right. Oh my god the drunk makes so much sense because he has four hands to hold yeah. four beverages and yeah. two brains to mess up with booze. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I Yes and I think Rick gets in. He gets some shots and I think Jarl's a Jedi enough to know that I'm not going to lightsaber this guy to death. Right. Yeah. I, I can't do that. Unless he absolutely makes me. Less, unless, mm-hmm. yeah, a Jedi mm-hmm. can, I can't fight a war for you. I can only defend myself. That's what he's basically, Poof is probably saying aloud um, to Rick. Um, and I think at some point, Rick kind of tries to spear tackle him. I trust, he tries to maybe, uh, you're right. I think Ali wants to stay up. He's an old, I think he got into some bar fights on There's the boo. Totally. pugilism going yeah, on. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he knows, he tries to get in there. And I think at one point, we literally have three of, of Jarl Poof's four <laughs> hands holding Rick Ali back and Poof saying, much like the kids in the hall, sketch stay down stay down <laughs> i think uh, we haven't given poof a voice yet and i think I like it's that. i think it's that That's it's it. reminiscent of mark mckinney uh yeah go, i don't want to fight stop. Stop. stay down i don't want to do this but the oh. other hand is 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 like pounding. Pounding. Him. Yeah. Pounding. Pounding. yeah yeah so yeah. i think uh and i think at this point i think rickley has knows that he has made a mistake uh there has been an error in judgment he is saying that out loud <laughs> but he is also he's, i may have made a mistake an error in judgment <laughs> <laughs> my whole life has been errors in judgment uh <laughs> the whole life covered in errors uh i think that he is also he's loyal and fierce that's why he started this fight anyway because yeah. he, he he is offended by the jedi's rude treatment of Anakin. So I think he's not going to give up. I mm-hmm. think that the some of his buddies show up. Ooh. Uh, okay. And some see the Royal Guards. Some, not some necessarily the, Panaka. Not but. Panaka himself, but some of the Royal Guards. Yeah. Uh, they've been having a good time in Coruscant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, checking out the lower levels and they come they come running and they don't know necessarily that Rick started <laughs> this fight. So maybe they start actually firing at Jarl Poof. One of the Ooh. one of the guards has a shirt on it that says I survived level 1313. I had 1313 <laughs> shots on 1313. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so I think they it, come around the corner? Uh, yeah, and I oh, think I, I think uh, 
Hey, uh, what you doing to Rick? Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, they're normally peaceful. Naboo doesn't want to have yeah. a military. They have uh, a they're volunteer just, army. They're yeah. guards. They're volunteer army. Yeah, so they're kind of crap anyway. Right. Uh, but I think they. I think tensions are high, and I think they start shooting. I think at this point, the lightsaber has to come out. <laughs> and I yeah. think that Jarl Poof uh, is a defensive master, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. second only to Obi-Wan Kenobi, whose style is okay. based in defense. So I think he is great at deflecting blasts and in choosing that I'm not actually taking him out. I think he is whacking the Naboo guards in the shin with their blasters <laughs> and yeah. taking them out. So they're, they're falling down, but they're not dying. Yeah, it's quickly devolving into a into a Benny Hill sketch at this point. <laughs> Poof is maybe he's got one against the wall with his one arm. His other arm is tripping like the other two because I, I think about three guys have come to help Rick, but Rick is still trying to fight and he's flanking, going, "I may have made a mistake, but I'm still gonna fight." Yeah, and like he and I think he's still holding Rick Lee. And for me, it's kind of reaching the fever pitch. The other guys kind of gather themselves up. They're kind of they're they're going to charge again, but then whoosh, like some Jedi Force push holds them in there. Um, and then I, I think in my mind, at some point, Rickley and him separate, and maybe there's a moment where Rick really comes to terms with what he has done and what mm. he's incapable of doing at this point. So you think it is a standoff? I think there's a bit of a standoff, uh, and then. Rick kind of gathers himself, straightens his long jacket, poof, sitting there swaying, uh, going, don't come at me, bro. Um, <laughs> don't come at Stay down. Stay away. I'm a Jedi master. Um, and I don't know if I don't know if at that point does Rick reef challenge him or recharge or, or continue the fight. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I have I have a thought. What do you think, Jennifer, before I, I, I don't know. I think his ego is going to be bruised. I think he's not going to know his buddies. Maybe have like left, mm-hmm. have left him there, and maybe maybe he's an emotional kind of guy. Maybe he's yeah. like, "What have I done? Yeah. Who am I?" Yeah, you know. And right. So, and I think on that note, I think Rick stops, mm-hmm. and I think okay. he says, "Look, I've got a good job at the Royal <laughs> Naboo Volunteer Army." He doesn't know he's going to lose it. He has no. He's yeah, done enough, right. but he doesn't know that now. And I think he says, "I'm sorry. I'd like to express my apologies to you, Jedi Master Poof, um, about what I've done. But I'm doing it for that kid. That kid's got something. Yeah. And you need to take that kid in and train him in the ways of the Force. And Poof's like, "Who?" <laughs> he says, "Annie. Who? Annie. Uh, that kid is wizard." <laughs> don't think he isn't. Uh, wow. Yeah, is so I, I think it is logical that they, that they would come to a break in their fighting because they're not natural fighters. Neither of them are aggressive people. No. But I think this is how we answer the question of who actually wins, hmm. of yeah. what we've learned from the characters. I think, bottom line, Rick O'Lee doesn't have anything skill-wise, resource-wise in his back pocket mm-hmm. that is going to even out going against a Jedi. And I think he picked the wrong Jedi. Because I think, mm-hmm. as we know, Jedi, uh, they're trained from, from a very young age, but they still do have to fight their own emotions. Sure. And I think mm-hmm. a Jedi named Jarl Poof, mm-hmm. who has a long neck, that waves back and forth. People see that much, and they go, "What an idiot!" And he goes, "And I'm hiding three arms, and I've got a brain in my butt." Right. I think that's a Jedi that gets teased a lot. Right. And I yeah. think he's got some boiling anger and patience issues. Mm. Absolutely. And I think Rick Oli tries to slow things down and says, yeah. "I shouldn't have fought with you. 
just because you have a really long neck. Yeah. And Poof just can't hear it again and says, I'm, I'm going to take your head off. Everybody, everybody, my whole life has teased me because I'm going to lose my head. Yeah. I'm going to show you Rick, yeah, Rick Oli. And Poof wow. is like, look, even that long foreheaded Kiati Mundi thinks he can make fun of me just because I have a long neck. Have you seen that guy's forehead? It's phallic in nature. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disturbing. Kiati Mundi is the popular Jedi. Yeah. He's the one that's got a lot of favor. And I think Yarrow Poof always considered him in, in direct competition. But always losing yep. Kiati Mundi, yeah, and I think this is a—it's all boiling. Yeah, over. and I think I think uh, he, he has been mocked so consistently for having a long neck that's easily cut off. Yeah. I think he's just going to be like, look, any neck is easily cut off when you're a Jedi <laughs> Master with a lightsaber right. by Rick Oli. Yeah, so this is it. Yes. This is his moment where he's finally had enough. Yeah, okay. I think I think Poof snaps. Poof snaps. Poof snaps. <laughs> Another great Star Wars name. Poof snaps. Poof snaps. Uh, and I think Rick Oli only has time to just say, "I've made a terrible mistake," and then his head's gone. It's gone. It's gone. You so in your wow. world, Rick Oli killed. I'm saying to put on administrative leave. <laughs> You're saying he's dead and gone in a race, and that's why we. Didn't I think see I, I could I could jog back and say I'm okay with that. I could jog back and say uh, that Yarl Poof takes a limb. But in my world where Yarl Poof okay. is so sick of being made fun of for that neck, yeah. it's, you know, it's like when a, a bull sees red, when Yarl Poof is mad, he sees neck. <laughs> Which would make me think, if you look closer at Yarl Poof, and you all should do that now, wherever <laughs> if you're driving, pull over and bring it up on the Google box. I think based on what you're telling me, Joseph, and Jennifer, see, tell me if I'm wrong. I think Poof is Snoke. <laughs> There it is. I think so. I there think that is. is why he uh, he appears so yeah. tall in that hologram is yes. that Poof <laughs> has built a fake body yeah. to cover his long neck. He's a little bit, I'll make reference to Men in, Men in Black again, he's a little bit like the alien in the old Jewish-Russian jeweler. He's yeah. in oh, piloting yeah. Snoke right. as well, but the face is very reminiscent. Oh my gosh. And I, I think in after taking off the head, uh, there was a, another fight, his emotions, kind of like with Kylo Ren not being able to stop the bowcaster because he was lost in emotions. I think the other Naboo guy's Maybe jumped him a little bit. Maybe that's where you got the cut. I don't yeah, know. I think so. I, By the way, I don't think Poof is really Snoke out there. If you're yeah. listening, <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe there. just his secondary brain. His oh. secondary brain is is Snoke. Maybe. So that is our take on the epic battle between uh, Rick Oli and Yarl Poof. Did you want to add any any final thoughts on on? Uh, yeah, the I head just, cutting off of Rick Oli. Yeah, I feel like it's is it's it? a Mortal Combat moment. You yeah, know, where yeah. Rick is kind of like. Uh, Finish him. Yeah, exactly. Finish him. And then there he goes. Oops. I That's just. A, no, that's it's a, a microphone. You're, you're in my full of anger. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so that that that's what that's how we call it. Uh, we'll also post on Twitter a poll where you guys can just vote and see just hardcore numbers who would win in a fight: Rick Oli, Yarl Poof. As we go along with databank brawl, we're always going to be putting up underpowered people against overpowered people because it's fun, and sometimes it'll uh, it'll work out the way it should, and sometimes there will be a surprise. But I just didn't see anything in Rick Oli to give no. us that factor of surprise. Any factor try. of surprise no. he takes away by telling people what he's doing. <laughs> so that has been uh, this episode of databank brawl uh feel free to continue to tweet at us with suggestions of individual combatants you'd like or whole fights you'd like to see with the hashtag databank brawl we've got a bunch of great suggestions our next episode will be a one of the battles that you guys suggested but i wanted to get a classic of force awakens in a prequel out there first but next time there will be a fight suggested by you here on databank brawl
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.